0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Navy Wife Radio. You're listening to Wendy and Marie. We're here live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern or on demand at Navywiferadio.com. Tonight we're taking your calls live as we welcome a special guest to the show. So join us, it's gonna be a fun hour. Laugh, learn, and relate with us.
2: Hey, this is Sea Wolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com.
1: Welcome to Navy Wife Radio. Today is September 18th. Thank you, to, thank you for everyone tuning in to the show live and in the archives. Um, this is Wendy and Marie will be with us in a little bit. Um, tonight's show we have Marine Wife Michelle Keener in the house. We're so excited to talk to her. I've I've read her book, Shared Courage, cover to cover, and um, it's an awesome book, and I want to share uh, the book with all of you, some highlights from it, and we'll interview her later in the hour. And um, her book now is available on Amazon.com, so if you guys want to check that out, it's Shared Courage is the name of her book, and we'll post um, her link and information over on the website as well. So um, her book chronicles her husband's experience and her experience through two deployments during Operation Iraqi Freedom and um, I will steal from the back cover and read the quote on the back cover from um, Colonel Brian McCoy, who was the CEO of her husband's unit. And I couldn't improve on it more. It just says, This book is a must for anyone preparing to send a loved one to war and a must for any commander leading Americans in harm's way. So it's a great book for your first deployment, whether your husband's going on IA or if you just want um, a good book to read while your husband's gone at sea, so it's uh I can't say enough about it. So she'll be here in a little bit. Um, we'll also, later in the hour, we're going to talk about our upcoming spouse event in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, it's October 6th. So whether you're listening to us from, like, Fort Stewart area and your husband's in the Army, or you're in Jacksonville, and there's three Navy bases right in that area, um, NAS Jacks, Mayport, and Kings Bay, Um or if you're down a little bit further in Florida at Patrick Air Force Base, um, we invite you to come up and meet us. Sarah Smiley is going to be there, as well as, as well as Babette Maxwell, the um, founder and editor of Military Spouse Magazine, will be our special guest that evening. So we're so excited. We have a location to announce. Um, we're going to be at the Hyatt, downtown Jacksonville, which overlooks the river, and um, it's a beautiful location, so there are some pictures online of that, and it's, for more information you guys can go to operationdinnerout.com and that's operationdinnerout.com. So we'll give you more highlights of that um, later in the hour, but um but yeah, but oh the big news for that is um uh, we've secured our title sponsor. So USAA is going to actually be um, sponsoring our event. So we are so thrilled and thank you to USAA. So um they will also be there that night and um, so you just you definitely want to take advantage of this opportunity because it's not every day a military spouse event comes to Jacksonville, and uh, we have a special night planned for you guys. So tonight, I will say if you're going if you happen to be listening to us live, uh, we want you to join in in the conversation. Um, whether you have a comment or a question, you can IM uh, ask a question, and you can do that at Navy Wife Radio on Yahoo. That's Navy Wife Radio, and um, or uh, Navy Wife Wendy. You can do that too, either one. And just remember when you're calling in or IMing, or even when you're posting on our website, just remember OPSEC, operational security. And um, just give us your first name only, and you know, you guys know the drill. No discussion of boat names, boat movements, names in conjunction with the boat, all that stuff. Um, and doing so just ensures that it keeps your husband safe, our husband safe. We don't want to give the, uh, the enemy any information that they could use against us. So just remember OPSEC. Um, and, again, it's Yahoo! Um, I Am Name is Navy Wife Radio. And our call-in number, if you want to write this down, it's 646-652-4629. That's 646 646-652- 652 Four six two nine, and um, when you ca- if you call in, we invite you to call in. Just say your first name, like I said, and um, and I think that I have Marie on the line. I know she's kind of
0: yes. Hello, my name is Marie. Hi, Marie. I'd like to remain anonymous.
1: <laughs> How are you?
0: I am doing great now. We had a late soccer night, so um, we were just you know. Out in the wind. It's very windy down here. If anybody's watching the news, you've seen the storms come up off the ocean. Yes,
1: I saw so, the flooding in Jacksonville.
0: Yes, so I'm still sitting in a ball cap and a Nike sweat jacket and my little tennis shoes, and I am ready.
1: Very good, very good. Well, you know, I, I mean, it, it, you might recall me sliding in after um, being on the, the baseball diamond, or I don't know where I was.
0: You were on the baseball diamond, I remember, because we called it the soccer field the whole show.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, um, so... We, hey, we're just, like, low-key around here, right? So.
0: Well, you got to do what you do when your husband's, you know, active duty. So tonight, single mom, so we had to do the whole dinner, bath, shower, finish homework, game, you know. All that stuff. Yep, yep, all in, you know, an hour. So we did pretty good, though. I think we did really well.
1: I think you did, too. I think you did real good. So, uh, Marie, okay, so for everyone listening, Marie and I haven't actually talked in, what, probably like a week?
0: Yes, I went, we took leave, and we went home for my sister's wedding.
1: So she went to the wedding, and so I haven't heard... So we we, we won't spend the whole hour talking about the wedding, but... We, we could. We'll we get to, like, the... the, the uh, what's that guy who does... So you don't watch The Young and the Restless, but people no. that watch The Young and the Restless, they'll know there's, like, this guy named... I think his name is Clarence, and he gives, like, the one-minute, two-minute, 60-second, 120-second, like, rundown of the today's episode, Huh? And, um, yeah, you've never heard of that? <laughs> no. It's kind of like when you're on, um, uh, it's like a, you know, kind of like a commercial. Let me give you like what's going on, what's huh. upcoming and all that. So we want to hear about the wedding. So how was it? Did you wear the fuchsia dress and everything <sighs> worked out? The husband looked dapper?
0: You know what? Let's start with the husband. The husband looked amazing. <laughs> Those tuxes, not that I'm avoiding any other subjects. But those tuxes, I have to tell you, if anyone has the option of wearing the dinner dress, it's a tux. It has either it's black pants and the white jacket or the black pants and the black jacket. Anyway, he wore the black pants and the white jacket. I was a little afraid that he would resemble a waiter, but he didn't. He looked and you very can And you, you don't
1: have to go out and kind of like, you know, the Cub Scout uniform. You don't have to go out and buy it all brand new. You can do no. it in a uniform closet or whatever.
0: You got a uniform closet. You guys
1: got yours from your little, the uniform closet. Well, we
0: tried, basement. and it didn't fit. We oh. If we would have been looking far enough in advance, we would have. We ended up buying the whole darn thing new. Which, oh, that's a whole are I thought yes. you
1: didn't have to. Oh. We
0: thought we could, but then it wasn't the right size, and... You know, if we were looking far enough in advance, we could have probably gotten it. So, yes.
1: This, this is what happens when we haven't talked in a while. I
0: know. So the people are getting the unedited version. So, yes, we we actually paid for the whole text, which is a whole other topic. Which, by the way, if you can, don't buy a new <laughs> because it's quite pricey. But um, it was worth it. Um, he then forgot. I'm going to tell everybody what he did. And people are going to, you know, they're going to be chiefs out there that gasp. Like, you know, ask the chief, our friend over there, ask the chief. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: he forgot his – so we put this whole uniform together, and he forgot the mini medals. Or not the mini medals, the mini pins that went with it. You know, this mini Submariner pin and the Boomer pin and whatever.
1: Oh. Well, there was nobody from the Navy there. So exactly. So you
0: know what? I tell them, the big, wear, the, wear the big ones.
1: don't post any photos of things yeah. important. I mean, in your house is fine.
0: But um, he wore the big ones. Because it just doesn't look the same. Without them.
1: Oh, you mean the medals? He wore the yeah. big medals? Not the medals, the pens.
0: Oh. The Seth pen oh, okay, okay. and the dolphins. Gotcha. The boomer pen and the dolphins. Yes, he wore his, because you got to wear your dolphins.
3: Well, yeah, of course. I, I
0: mean, guess. you got to. So we forgot those, and we didn't think that. We were, we're near Scott Air Force Base, but we really didn't think the Scott Air Force Base would have many um, dolphin pens.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, what are the chances of that?
0: Yeah, so we gave up on that idea, and just, he just wore them. It looks great. Cool. And there's pictures. We will post. uh, I have to post some pictures later. Um, As soon as I get them off the website, I'm going to post some. uh, There's. We have a picture of us dancing the night away, and and I'm going to have to. I think I'm going to post a picture of um, Zach and Kay in their outfits. My little boy wore a tux for the first time.
1: How cute! And I cried. I bet I would have cried,
0: too. I would, you, you would have so cried if Christian was, oh, my gosh, he wore the whole thing with the, you know, the vest and the tie that matched all the groomsmen, and I cried.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: But anyway, it was wonderful. Michaela looked beautiful. She was the most perfect little flower girl. She threw her petals so gracefully, and Zachary looked so handsome in his little tux, and Nick looked great, and I was Fuchsia.
1: I can't wait to see the
0: picture. Oh, yeah,
1: you can. I can't wait. Oh, hey, before I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chiefs pinning thing is this Friday. So I wanted to tell everybody um, congratulations because we did that last week.
0: Well, yeah, I was so saying congratulations was because... Delayed, now, I like, don't know if they all get pinned at the same time or not, do they?
1: Yeah. Okay. They all so got I paid. I mean, I think the guys that were supposed to get paid, I don't know how that works, but...
0: Well, I didn't know because some pinned. of our friends were going underway for their pinning. So I didn't know if they were getting... Because it sounded like they were getting pinned before that, but maybe not.
1: No, it's maybe all I'm on confused. one day.
0: It's all on question. one day.
1: Yep. Yeah. So I wanted to say that, and then... Um, and, oh, the other thing I wanted to say, too, because I know we're running out of time. It's already 10 after. I can't believe it because I know Michelle is going to be calling in.
0: Yeah, she's waiting. Um,
1: um, oh, yeah, there she is already. Okay, so, so everyone just hold on. She'll be right with us. <laughs> but I wanted to say um, thank you to Blog Talk Radio, who powers Navy Wife Radio, for all of their improvements.
0: Oh, I lo- I've been looking fl- at it. it isn't is it cool? It is slick.
1: It is slick and sharp. And the improvements that you guys can look forward to in the future are a chat room that'll be integrated and um, a blog that can be updated much easier than before. So, um, if you're, that way, if you're looking for a specific show or um, you just want to chat, you know, while the show's going on, once we figure all that out, I wrote Hillary, who's you know kind of our point of contact there on the network, and. I said, I'm so excited, and I don't even know where to begin. (laughs) You know what I'm most excited about? (laughs) What?
0: The fact that we can see the callers so we don't forget about them anymore.
1: Oh, it's all on one screen, I know. I know. So I can, like,
0: right, you know, as soon as she called in, I saw her call in, and I was saying, oh, my gosh, now we don't have to go looking for her. Because before, if anyone didn't notice, we would not be able to see our callers when they called in because they were on a different screen, and it would drop, and it would move. Uh, We don't have that problem anymore, so we should bring her on. exciting, yes.
1: We need to say hello. So, um, okay, so we are going to play a quick note from our sponsor, and then um, we'll be right back with Michelle. So stay tuned. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio.
2: This is ET1, Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck, and you're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio, submarinewife.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone, and I think we have Michelle on the line. Hello, Michelle. Hi there. How are you guys today? Oh, we're great. How are we're doing you? doing great. Doing well, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Well, I appreciate you guys inviting me. Thank you so much. Well, I'm excited to talk to you. Marie can attest. I mean, I read your book, um, Shared Courage, about a month ago. Has it been? Maybe even two months ago. I don't I know. I think it was
0: two months. It was longer than a month and, ago.
1: And it's called Shared Courage for, you know, people who, you know, haven't heard me say it already a bunch of different times. And I just think it's awesome that there's another military spouse book out there.
3: Well, and, I, I'm happy to have one out there. We've, we've definitely
1: got a story to tell, too. Yes. So, um, you know, we have a ton of questions to ask you. And if you could just real quick just give us some more information about yourself, just introduce yourself to our, to our listeners because um, they're out there listening and they listen live and in the archive, So um, if you could do that, that would be great. Okay, well, my name is Michelle Keener.
3: I am a proud Marine wife. My husband has actually been in the service since he was 17, so he's actually working on 18 years. Started out in the Army, went to the Navy, and then finally ended up in the Marine Corps. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as we get the Air Force in, we'll have all our bases covered.
0: Well, I'm just happy he stopped somewhere. Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) Um, And we've got two kids now. My daughter is five. My son just turned one and is learning to jump off the couch, which makes for an interesting day.
0: Oh, gosh, I remember that. Uh,
3: And uh, the book, Shared Courage, is about um, sort of my life and my insanity. While my husband did um, two deployments to Iraq when we were out in 29 Palms and Praise the Lord, he came home safely, and uh, we're now living in Northern Virginia.
1: Okay, so you guys are in Northern Virginia. I wasn't sure. I mean, I read your stuff. I can't believe your daughter is five years old.
3: I know. Time goes by fast.
1: Wow. Because, you know, in the book, she's just barely born, and then she's little, and she's on your hip and all the pictures. Wow. Wow. Well, okay, so um, let me ask you, um, one of the first questions I had was, you know, what, what What made you finally decide to write the book? Because we all, I, Marie and I included, we're all like, well, you know what, we. our life is so crazy, we should write a book.
0: Yeah, yeah, things happen during deployment, and Wendy and I both go, ooh, we need to write that down, that needs to go in our book.
1: Yeah. You know, how did, yeah, how did you get to that point where you finally made the decision and... and and
3: did it. It was pretty much that exact same conversation. Yeah. <laughs> we have we, them a lot. <laughs> when we moved out here to um, Virginia, my husband was transferred from 29 Palms to Quantico because every time we moved, the Marine Corps moves us all the way across the country. Of course. And uh, when we came out here, we were suddenly reunited with just a whole bunch of friends. I mean, you know how that works in the military Mm -hmm. community. You show up at a new base, and you hit the commissary and go, wait, I know you from somewhere. Right. And um, one of my dear friends who figured very prominently in the book, Krista, uh, and her husband were out here. And so she came out, took us out to dinner, and we were reminiscing. We were sharing our war stories. And uh, she just looked at me and said, you should write a book. I said, oh, okay, (laughs) I can do that. Not knowing exactly how much work it entailed, um, I just went home that night and and sat down with my laptop and just started typing. And um, I started asking people. I asked uh, Colonel McCoy, who was the battalion's commanding officer and is now a good friend of mine, and I asked a few other people and said, gee, do you think this is even a a good idea? I mean, who would want to read this? And uh, everyone was so supportive. It really just sort of snowballed. And there came a point in time where I couldn't have stopped even if I wanted to because I already had people expecting the book. <laughs> right. So it really just sort of took on a life of its own.
1: Well, that's I think that's really encouraging for wives to hear that ever, you know, aspire to write one. You know, we had um Holly Shear on a few weeks ago, well, I guess about a month ago, and she really encouraged us. So she's like, you know, if you guys are thinking about it, go for it. Absolutely. And, you know, All you need to do is sit down and start. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I like how you put it, too, and that, that would be my stopping point is if, you know, after a while, you know, things just get crazy and, y- you know, you could see yourself stopping, but how you said that there were people expecting the book, and then you kind of really couldn't stop any longer. You had to keep going because people were expecting you to finish. Exactly. And I think that's really important. I think the more you talk about something that you really want to do, the more people are expecting you to do it. Um, I'm always big about that with just little goals like working out. I always tell other people, you know what, this is what I'm trying to do. And you know what, they remind me every time I pick up a cookie.
3: Absolutely. It's, a, it's like a good system of accountability. Um, you know, I had friends who would email and say, hey, how's the book coming, and do you remember this thing? So not only did I get
0: support, I would get material. Hey, that's good.
1: Well, um, okay, well, cause the reason why I ask you that question is because you know, not only do we want to talk about the book, and I have some, you know, further deep questions about the book, is our show, we really try and inspire our listeners to whatever their interest is, to go for it, I mean, whether it's writing or working out or whatever. So that's why I wanted to start off with that question, because I want it to be relevant to someone in their current situation, because a lot of listeners might think, like me, when I first was approached to ask and asked to read your book, I thought, well, I'm not, my husband's not in the Marines, why would I want to read a book about a wife whose husband is in the Marine Corps? it's not not relevant to me, but um, once I started reading it, I read it in like two, three days, I think, and I think it doesn't matter what branch of service your husband's in, this book um, brings home the military spouse experience of, you know, wondering, you know, where your husband's at, when's he going to come home, if he's in harm's way, you know, of course, for um, for a Marine wife, it's completely, you know, we always say we don't like to compare, right, Marie?
0: Yes, we try not to compare. Comparing yeah. usually isn't good.
1: No. So, I mean, our husband, you know, he's, you know, mine's not a Marine, so he's not, uh, he didn't have the same experience with at the beginning of the war that yours did, but it was so fascinating and gave such a great perspective on, on um, what perspective it Perspective like. is a
0: very good word. You know, it's, it's great to get perspective. You know not to compare, but to get perspective, just other people's point of views, and to put yourself in other people's shoes
1: right well um i I read in your book you were you volunteered right with k v and that was a big part of the book and I just wanted to ask you you know for because I think this book is good for anyone whether they're going through their first deployment or their husband's getting ready to go on i a like me or um, any stage along that line, and getting involved with your uh, You know, we call it a family support group. I know the Marines call it, what is it, Key Volunteer Network? Key Volunteer Network. Yes. So I I guess just how did you get involved in that? And then um, if you could just lead right into the beginning of the book with that.
3: Well, the uh, Key Volunteer Network, actually, when we were in Quantico two or three duty stations ago, um, I was kind of looking for something to do something to just get involved with a military community. And I saw the key volunteer training, or the, the Army, I know has the family readiness group, but it's essentially the same thing, just goes by different names. And so I went through the training, and no sooner had I finished the training and we got transferred to California, again, going all the way across the country. <laughs> and uh, when we went out to California, I was eight and a half months pregnant at the time, not a good time to drive cross-country. And when we got there and we started meeting, um, you know, the, the new members of the battalion, and uh, my husband went in and we talked to his new XO, who's just a wonderful man. And uh, when we met, he said, oh, you've been through the key volunteer training. He said, oh, yeah, I did, and haven't done anything with it. He's like, oh, good, let me sign you up. And he just kind of signed me up right there. <laughs> so I just looked at him and said, you know, I'm about to have a baby. He's like, oh, don't worry about it, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was just sort of, of uh, I was kind of lassoed and dragged in. And I'm so glad it happened that way, because I truly would, I think I honestly would have lost my mind if I didn't have that built-in support group during the war. Uh, and at the time, we didn't even know that he was going to Iraq. None of that had happened yet. But to sort of jump in with both feet and just get involved at in our, our first infantry duty station, I mean, that was a very big deal. And it just worked out so well um, that when the time came along for the second deployment, and our key volunteer coordinator um, was transferred. They just sort of approached me and said, hey, do you want to step up and do this? I said, oh, sure, no problem, I, I can do that. And, again, having no idea what was in store for me, um, I think I must make my best decisions when I really don't know <laughs> what it involved.
1: <laughs> well, uh, but I guess. That,
3: that's how it all started.
1: Well, um, and I, I, one of the key parts that I liked about your book was the support that you received from your husband's command. How important is that when you're – When you're involved in a wives' group?
3: Oh, it's hugely important. It's hugely important. One, because it gives you the sense that your position as a military spouse is respected, um, which is Or that it even exists. There you go. Exactly. Um, That we're not, you know, just a piece of baggage that kind of moves Mm -hmm. along with our our military. We weren't issued, yes. (laughs) Exactly. And so it was nice to get that feeling that we are important, that our concerns are important, and that we had a command that we could go to and have our concerns and our good days, our bad days, and have that be heard.
0: Yeah, that there was somebody listening.
3: Exactly. And, that I mean, that really kind of depends on the command. I mean, so much of the tone is set by, um, you know, the guys in charge that we were just really blessed and really fortunate to have this incredibly supportive and sort of family-aware um command structure in the unit, and that was that made a huge difference, I think, for all of the wives that were left behind
1: I think it gives a good picture on what a, a command you know this part could look like. Because I know for Marie and I, we didn't always get that, you know, here we are. You know, no, we
0: had, we had some great, yeah, and you, yeah, like she said that it's really. Yeah, it both
1: ways, so we knew good and bad. And I just think it's a great picture to, to give people an example of what it could be and to strive to build that relationship with the command.
0: Well, I mean, it so, makes such yeah. a huge difference, not only for the morale of, of the wives and the family, but the men. I mean, if your wife is not happy at home, you know, the guys feel that. Mm-hmm. So it makes a huge difference in the command itself and the actual men that are serving. So I know we've had great deployments.
1: Oh, hello, hello. Oh, I think we just had it cut off right there. Oh dear, um, we might we might have lost Marie for a second. I'm not sure. Well, I wanted to. Um, your husband, just so everyone knows, I mean, you guys were you transferred right before uh, 9/11, and then your book chronicles. Him going over to Iraq at right after 9/11, like in the spring of, I guess 2002. Is that about right?
3: Let me think. It was January of 2003. He went over in that first that first wave of troops that went okay. into um, went into Kuwait and kind of sat there for about a month before
1: doing that really fast march up to Baghdad. That was the first deployment. So for the people that are you know listening, so this book it really gives a um, an account of what it was like. To really watch the war on the news, and you know, and then to um, see the statue come down, and there's a point in the book where your your husband calls and says, "Did you see us? Or, or or I was there, or something like that." What was that like for you to get that call?
3: That was a very strange phone call. It was wonderful, but it was very strange because that morning I was playing with my daughter, who was oh gosh, about ten months old at the time. And I'm watching the news, and it was just—I mean, anyone who's seen it probably remembers just this.
1: Oh, I remember, yeah. It,
3: it was just this amazing feeling of, oh my gosh, look, we're there, we won, it's done. And seeing the statue come down was just this incredible, iconic moment. And all of a sudden, the phone rings, and my husband's on the other line. I'm like, "Honey, you—you'll never guess what I just watched. There's Marines in Baghdad, and—and and they pulled the statue down." And he's like, "Yeah, honey, that was me." <laughs> What do you mean that was you?
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, wow. Um, I so it was, it was it was it was amazing for him to say, "Yeah, I'm standing right there. I'm up at the front. You can see my my little sniper holster." It's like, oh, okay.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I read that and I thought, oh my gosh, because you know we all sat at home and watched that, and to actually read the account of a first-hand account of a wife whose husband was there. I just think that's you know, it's inspiring to read, and it also just gives you a great sense of, you know, almost kind of a personal attachment. Because now we know, it's like I know someone now. It's like when you're in your book, you talk about speed dating for military wives. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where you're like, ask all the quick questions, like where where have you been staged and how many kids you have? You get to know each other really quick. So Absolutely. Um, so I, I kind of feel that way, and I think you were so open in your book that you really make everyone who's list, who's reading it feel like they really know you. And that's why I feel like, I'm like, yep, yeah. you know, fast friends before you know it. So
3: I, I appreciate that. I mean, there really was, there was a point when I was writing the book where I kind of stepped back and said, you know, this can either be totally and brutally bloody, bloody honest of, hey, this is it, or it can be, you know, sort of a, a more happy-go-lucky kind of gloss over the ugliness and make it sound like a pretty life. And I just kind of decided, all right, good, bad, ugly. Here you go. This is what it's like to be a marine wife. So
1: it was. I, I appreciated your openness, and your honesty, and I thought. Um, and my husband, he's actually gone right now, and I wish he was here because. Um, he, he heard me talk about your books the whole time because I was kind of telling him the story as I was reading it, <laughs> and he and he's like, okay, okay, I, I you know because I'd get really excited at parts or I'd be crying at parts and I'd be, you know, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened on other parts. So
3: well, I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm trying. I'm trying to get more
1: service members to read it. Be like, hey, if you want to know what your wife does while you're gone, read this book. <laughs> exactly. Well, I wanted to share with you. Um, I had gotten an email. We you know we send out a newsletter every week. With the highlights for our upcoming show, and I, I got uh, mine. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Well, I had gotten a response back from Terry Barnes, and she's a writer over for the Stars and Stripes at Stripes. dot com. She was on our show um, not too long ago, and she she wanted me. She, she's in Ramstein, Germany, so she's this is the middle of the night for her. Otherwise, she said she would have called in to talk to you. Um, she said she'd read your book. And um, she wanted you to know that she's highlighted quotes all the way through. And some of her quotes are my favorite quotes, so I have to share these with you. Oh, please do. Um, You're making my night. (laughs) Um, She says, um, and one of them I kind of already said, um, this is what Terry writes, I really liked what she says about making friends in the military. We don't have any time to waste. We just get to know each other right away. She says it's like speed dating for friends. And that is so true. So I... I wanted to share that with you. And the other part of that is I think in that section you talk about um like showing up at the, the wives group for the first time and there's um you know, the eighteen year old and nineteen year old wives with the hip hugger jeans, you know <laughs> and their and their belly buttons pierced and then there's you kinda go through the whole, you know, gamut of and Mary and I have talked about this too, and then you get the experienced wives who are dressed a little more conservative. <laughs> So you know if your wife out there has never been it's kind of this is a great snapshot of what you can expect. We get you a little together. bit of
3: everything, don't you? Yes,
1: you do. Um, but okay, so getting back to Terry's thing, let's see. She had another one here I wanted to read for you. Oh, this one was a good. She she says, "Michelle also has a great answer for those who support the troops by protesting the war." She writes, "If you really want to support my husband, send him a care package and shut up." <laughs> That's like page two sixteen. So, <laughs> I, I I too read that and I thought that's just you know we all have that those moments where we go on a, a rant you know and say, gosh I can't believe this person said that or this person did this, um, or even like last night on the Emmys or the couple nights ago mm-hmm. on the Emmys. I don't know if you if you watched the Emmys or not.
3: I didn't, or, but I, I saw that part.
1: Yeah, you saw <laughs> that part where. Um, Oh, gosh, her name is escaping me now. Sally Field. Sally Field was, you know, saying, if if mothers ruled the world, there would be no war. And, you know, the first thing my husband said, well, what about Margaret Thatcher? You know, (laughs) when she invaded the Falklands and, you know, gone down the list. (laughs) So so as long as there's evil in the world, it's unfortunate, but there will be um, war. I mean, it's from the beginning of time there has been and it's fortunate that it has to be that
3: way. But that's very true. And and you know what's funny about that section is it's it's like two pages out of this I don't even know how long the book is, but it's like three hundred and something pages long and I've got two pages where I just got I was just so mad at the time, you know? I was just Okay, here's what it is and that's just become one of the, the big talking points when I do a lot of media interviews or if um civilians want to talk about the book, that's one of the big things they but you said this i was like well yeah i did But that's why well, i the point think that book it's not a political book it's just you know that's also a reality that you go on the war you pro or on tv you protest the war you do all your silly things and there's military families whose whose spouses are in harm's way right now that are having to watch you do that so
1: that's what i think about it well and you know and i think that's an important part i'm glad that you left that in the book because um I think that we should all be entitled to say our piece and rant, and then and then and it's and for everyone to know that it's okay that you're not okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay that you don't like this or that. Instead of always putting up the face that everything is fine and we're not gonna t- you know not gonna take a side left or right, just let me you know continue on my way and, and not get real passionate about anything either way um, to voice an opinion. It's just I think I think you did a great job of of an example so we can all say, you know what I felt that way too and I no and she felt that way so gosh it must be okay to feel that way I'm not the <laughs> only one <laughs> you know how we, sometimes we feel like gosh I must be the only one that uh feels this way or that way so
0: those Okay ladies ones. I'm back I apologize
1: when I was, was just here I am you I thought the kids we to, you we know. had <laughs>
0: You know, I just want to say when the husband is, you know, gone, just things happen. So, you know, um, I had someone knocking on my door asking for things my husband needed. Okay. I don't, well, let not ask left any left questions. Left. Let's, let's just just skip that on to why somebody's knocking on my I was terrified. I apologize. I lost my breath. Somebody came knocking, you know, tapping on my window.
1: <sighs> I'm back. Well, we're glad you're back, Marie.
0: Thank okay. you. How is everybody?
1: <laughs> what are we talking <laughs> about now? We uh, were just, you missed it. We were talking about venting and saying your piece.
0: Oh, well, <laughs> we don't have enough time for me. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, right. I sent—I said, well, Terry, you know, Terry, who was on our show the other day, she sent me an email for Michelle, and she just said one of her favorite quotes was, you know, if you want to support my husband, send him a care package and, you know, shut up instead of protesting the war, Mm-hmm. you know. So that's where we that's where we just finished up, so um okay, so what does your husband think about your book and when you were writing it and and the whole thing he's, he through the whole process, he was
3: incredibly supportive the entire time. um I think it was easy for him to be supportive because he didn't really know what the book was at first, okay, I think he was sort of just saying, "Oh, you know, she's writing kind of like a how to be a marine wife kind of thing, and he's you know doo the doo going on his merry way and then He didn't actually see the book until it was already in the publisher's hand, and I was going through the first edit. And I got the book back and I kind of looked and I said, don't you want to read it? He's like, well, okay, sure I will. And as he started, he started reading it in front of me and and the very beginning is how we met and when we were in the bar and all this stuff. And he's kind of looking at it and I see his (laughs) eyes get real wide. (laughs) He said, am I in this book the whole time? Honey, what what did you
1: think I was
0: writing about? My girlfriend. That's <laughs> a
1: classic quote. Am I, just, I in this book though?
0: That's. I just want to let you know, Michelle, <laughs> that Wendy and I have the same problems still with our husbands. But <laughs> in the beginning, they had no idea what we were doing, <laughs> and then one night, um, my husband heard me doing the radio show, and he goes, "Are you really on the radio?" <laughs> And I said, "Yeah, for months we've been doing this, you know every week, blah blah, blah. I went through the whole spiel with him, and he was shocked. I, I don't know where he was
3: <laughs> they can They can just be so funny and so clueless sometimes. Our wedding joke in our house is I look at my husband and I mean he'll do something just typical husbandly of him, and I'll just look at him and be like how did you how did you invade a country and take down a statue I, I don't understand how did exactly do
0: this." <laughs> My quote is always, so you're the ones defending us. That's always exactly. what I say. <laughs> I'm like, you can't figure out, you know, how to put my, The other night I asked my husband, I called, I was running late from work, can you get my daughter dressed for, you know, can you get our daughter dressed for ballet? And he's like, what? You want me to do what? I'm like, honey, it's tight, to the leotard, you can handle this. She's five, she can put them on herself, just, don't make, sure, just make sure they're not backwards. I'm just looking, I just look for a tag. <laughs> you would think that I asked him to recite the Constitution. I mean it was ridiculous. I mean he just just couldn't do it. And then after he finally did do it, I come home and you know she looks all you know just thrown together, just, you know lopsided and everything. And I'm like how can you not just be able to handle such a simple task? I mean you can you know run a nuclear submarine but you can't put on tights forward? I just you know It's, they,
3: they, it's okay. They funny boys. Yeah. Well, at
0: least they do their jobs and they they know their jobs and they do them well. We'll give them credit for that. Amen. Yes. At least they can do that because we won't complain about any of that because they do do their jobs well. Maybe there's just not enough room for their jobs and us.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have to be in charge of the home. That's right. So, but fortunately, he's he's actually, since he's read the whole book and, and everything kind of took off with it, he's been really supportive and really behind it and um, I don't think he minds now a lot of the silly things I put in there about him because I, I nicely left out some of his <laughs> less nice qualities. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Well, um, I wanted to, to ask you, because I know we're we're the time is ticking away, and I wanted to get kind of to a serious part of the book. When um, you talk about kind of dreading that knock on the door that we all know about or read about, um you know like if the, the worst of the worst was to happen and i and i you went there in the book and you talked a lot about it and you talk I, there's one particular part in the book where you write about the doorbell ringing at 7 a.m and and you knowing that no one will call or knock before seven and i think it was like right at seven uh is that right
3: that's yeah it was it was about seven o'clock in the morning and and you know i still sound asleep the baby was asleep and I mean, when you think about it, who? unless you're in a carpool, who knocks on your door at 7 o'clock in the morning unless it's Marines and Blues with very bad news? Right. That okay. or I live
0: next to a crazy lady. never. Oh. No, go ahead. Yes, I had a crazy neighbor that used to come over at 7 o'clock in the morning. That's what living on base does for you.
3: Oh, my goodness.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yes, no, for most people, <laughs> you don't get that knock on the door.
3: So, yeah, that was, a, that, was a, that was a very bad day. That was a very bad morning that quickly became a very bad day to be, you know, sound asleep and suddenly hear the doorbell ringing. And um, that was during the second deployment. My husband was um, later on. They ended up in Fallujah right in the midst of this just nasty, nasty battle. But, um, you know, so the doorbell rings, and I kind of wake up and sit straight up in, in bed. And immediately, I mean, my first thought is, is literally, and, you know, forgive me for saying it this way, but my first thought is, oh, my God, my husband's dead.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, why Absolutely. is someone ringing
3: my doorbell at seven o'clock in the morning? I'm sure your
0: your your heart yeah. sunk into your stomach.
3: It was my heart. I mean, it, I think it literally stopped, and then all of a sudden it started racing. And you know, the guy rings the doorbell again. It's like, "What do I do? What do I do?" And I just I don't e- I don't even want to answer the door. Just don't tell me. You know, if you don't tell me, then it, then it won't happen. It's not real. And you know, having putting on my robe, my hair's a mess, and I wear contacts, so I don't even have my contacts in. I'm kind of yeah. stumbling down the hallway, the whole way praying. You know, please, God, please don't let this be it. No, no, not this one. You know, let him, please let him be okay. And just literally actually needing to pray for strength to open the door. And I truly, absolutely in the bottom of my heart, fully expected to see our rear party and the chaplain standing there. I knew that's who was on the other side of the door. And then to open it up, and it was the UPS guy delivering a package. And it was a big package, so he wanted to be out of his truck first. And this poor man, I see him in my robe, my hair's a mess, and I just start laughing and crying at the same time. <laughs> and this poor guy's like, "Will you just sign, sign it? <laughs> Like, "Okay." Oh, yeah, that was just that was just devastating. It was just it was awful.
1: Well, um I read that and I mean, I don't. I, I talked about it a little bit earlier, but um, I know Marie's probably tired of hearing me talk about it. But Craig is going on an I A to Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And he is. When I when I found out, I started doing all this Google research of stuff and and the whole stages of deployment and um, denial and uh, you know sleeplessness and all these different things. And um, and then one of the things they talk about is this anthrop- and I can't even say it anticipatory grief
3: mm-hmm. kind
1: of you know what would you do if the doorbell rang and somebody was at your door and um and it's kind of like you feel horrible even going through that scenario in your mind like are you you know crazy or are you uh, uh what kind of person are you imagining that happening you know to your husband but i think your book does a good job for wives to, to think about that yeah it's normal to think about that what would you do and how would you react and um, and just the thought, what if
0: something happened? So. And, see, I don't think it's just people that are even deployed um, overseas. Even with some of the men that are serving aboard ship, you know, things have happened. And I, I hate to say it, but even I have thought of that. I mean, my husband's never yeah. even, you know, been stationed overseas. But I had thought about that. And the reason I thought about it was because, first of all, I thought that my husband was at a job where he was, you know, relatively safe. I didn't think anything could really happen to him. And then, right when he went to, I think it was his first patrol, um, someone was someone was killed. Um, on a submarine. It was by, I forget, I don't even want to start guessing the details and what year it was because I'm sure Eric over at the sub-reporter, someone's going to chime in in a second and correct me. And
1: Eric's listening, by the way. Yeah, I know
0: he is. That's what I'm saying. He's going to chime (laughs) in and correct me. But I don't even remember what year it was. I just know it was my husband's first run, and something happened to someone in a very similar position to what my husband did, and I flipped out. I'm like, what do you mean they can die? You know, and so then I started thinking, oh, my gosh, what would happen? What would I do if I saw someone in uniform? And then you heard, then through September 11th, all the women sharing their stories. And I just decided that I'm one of those women that wouldn't answer the door. <laughs> oh, Eric's uh, messaging me. It was the U.S. of San Francisco. Thanks, Eric. OK, <laughs>
1: hey. see. Yeah.
0: See, that's why we love Eric. Thank you, Eric. But, yes, it was horrible because it just terrified me. And then you heard about, the, you know, just recently the men on the fast boats that were, you know, um, when they were topside and they were, through um, the whole accident with the weather and the port, leaving port yeah, and, and the two men that were killed, and that just, yeah. again, kicked you right in the face again and said it can happen.
3: So. It's a, it's, so, it's a hard thing to have that kind of hanging over your head, and it, that's one of those parts. I, I think you might have not been for this part of the conversation when Wendy and I were talking about, um, you know, when I was writing the book, I had to make a decision if I was actually going to be honest with it or if I was going to kind of play it honesty. And this was one of those parts I was like, gosh, do I really want to tell people that I, you know, actually entertain thoughts about what my life would be like if or when my husband was killed?
0: Oh, no, I'm so glad you did because, I mean, I mean, look, at it. here I am. My husband has not been deployed overseas. And, I mean, I've had that thought. And it was because someone else made it real to me. And I think you're making it real to other women and letting them know that that's, that's normal. It's okay, and it's something that it, it's completely normal to worry about.
3: Well, and I do I do hope. That's one of the points of the book is I'm hoping to to help, you know, military spouses and civilian spouses too, to know, you know, it's okay to have these weird thoughts and it's okay to do kind of whatever you need to do to keep sane when you're in a really insane situation. Um, You know, this is what I did and I'm not holding myself up as a model spouse at all. Believe me, I'm as crazy as they come. But (laughs) it's really just kind of there to say, look, whatever you're going through, however you're dealing with it, it's working for you you're normal, you're fine, don't worry about it.
0: Now, see, I never thought that it was abnormal to think about those things. I really thought because we, you know, my husband went in right before September 11th. We were actually still in training when September September 11th occurred. So, I just remember my husband when he wanted to go into the Navy and we were going to be leaving college and he joined the military and I'm like, you know, maybe you should finish college first and I gave the whole, you know, spiel and he says, no, no, no. And I said, well, what if, I said, we go to war again or what if somebody actually attacked us? And this is well before September 11th. And he, he looked at me and he says, honey, no one's stupid enough to attack us. And on September 11th, I looked at my husband and I said, see, I was very upset because I was pregnant. (laughs) I said, this is not good. And, you know, it was, yeah. So I started having a lot of those worries and thoughts came because of September 11th. And then because of his first deployment, I thought, you know, no, this is what he does. He's safe. But then things happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, their jobs aren't easy.
1: Well, I want to remind everyone that um, we've been talking to Michelle Keener, her book Shared Courage is available on amazon.com right now. And um I did want to say um on your on your back of your cover, you have that quote by your husband's old commander, um Colonel Brian McCoy. And um he writes the foreword in your book and and I just think I just want to give a shout out to him cuz I thought every unit needs to have a commander CEO um Whatever term you want to call them, uh, whatever branch you're in, um, that supports their the the families the way that he did throughout this book, and he he did a great job of of writing your foreword and introducing your book out and you were very lucky to have to have him as your All commander. I think I think everyone um, would love to have that kind of support.
3: We we were incredibly lucky. I mean I don't know what would have happened. Lucky there.
1: or blessed? I I always hate to use the word lucky, and whenever I say it, I'm like I shouldn't say that. I should say blessed. <laughs>
3: We were blessed, absolutely, and I I will be the first one to tell you that, and I will say it repeatedly and loudly. (laughs) Between him and the two XOs we had for the two deployments, um, I mean, we were just, we were blessed. And um, it was his wife, actually, later on when we had one of our reunions, um, you know, years after this had happened, um, she brought up a good point. She said, you know what, It it was just the right group of people brought together at the right time in history to do something important. And that's true not only for the men who served, but also for the wives that came together back home. Um, I mean, we were just the right people together for, for that mission. Um, and and I, I can't say enough good things about the Marines from 3-4 or the, the wives who went through it. I mean, it was just an incredible group
0: of people.
1: Well, I'm so glad that you came on the show tonight, Michelle. Hi. Yes, thank you
0: so much.
1: You're welcome back anytime. I hope you. Ha- I hope you had a good time. I, hope I had, had a wonderful time. Don't invite me too often. I'll come in and I'll, I'll babble the whole time. Uh, oh no, I
0: think we need to just do a night. <laughs> <laughs> Where we talk about because you know I have to say that those are some of the favorite shows that we have with you know with our listeners. Just when we talk about absolutely nothing, that's when we end up laughing so hard we fall off our chairs.
3: Oh, I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. It really is. Wendy
0: will start going, and then I start going, and then I don't even think you can hear us talking anymore. <laughs> Okay. So that's what we need to have. A, we need to have something like that one night where we take turns we're gonna, having.
1: Marie, we're going to put her on our favorites list.
0: Ooh, please.
1: Yes,
3: we will. We'll put I
0: on. second the motion.
3: Yes. Thank you. Well, you call me any anytime, and, and like I said, if you give me the invitation, I will take up all your airways the entire time you give it to me. <laughs> well, you're being
0: voted onto the island. I don't know if you could, we can do, I guess we can. We can vote on the island instead of off the island.
3: Yes, we're we can. military spouses. We can do anything we want. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I want, now,
0: Eric's listening right now. Is there anything, Eric, that you would like to say? Because he's been Ming me the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you know. And I have to say that he's been behaving himself, too, but he says that he has a new um, work schedule, so he's able to listen to us live again.
1: Oh, excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway. Eric I, is one of the, over at the sub-report, Michelle. He's one of our sponsors, and he tries to listen in and give us a hard time and entertain us while we're on air. So uh, we, always, we always indulge him. Can well, he, Eric, thank you for sponsoring such a good show. You're doing good work.
0: <laughs> That's right. He can't get enough of us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, Michelle. Well, I will tell everyone you can find her over on SharedCourage.com. Yes, ma'am. And her book is on Amazon.com. We'll put the link up on SubmarineWife.com. You guys can go and uh, buy the book or check it out at the library. It's a quick read. Um, it's uh, Shared Courage. And I was going to say who it's published by, but I don't have that. It's by Zenith Press. Zenith Press. Okay, we didn't want to put that out. So, All right, Michelle, well, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you both. I had a wonderful time. Thank you so much. Thank All
0: right. you. All right, have a good night.
1: Good night. All right. We've been talking to Michelle Keener of the book, the author of the book Shared Courage, and again, like I said, you can get it on Amazon.com, and um, hopefully soon you'll be able to get it at a at the local bookstore in the exchange because we're our friends. We want a reading list. Yeah, our friends Kathy Hightower and Holly Shearer are working on getting a military spouse reading list at your local base exchange, so we can add Michelle Keener's book to that list. I hope.
0: Since Eric is listening, what has he done to help the reading list?
1: Uh, Well, we haven't heard from him in a while. He's been working a lot.
0: I know. So now that you're listening, Eric, what are you doing to help the reading list? We need a reading list. He's asking right now that we send him the info on the book so that he can link it.
1: Oh, okay. All right. I can do that. I'll send him the link for sure. All right, Marie, we need to take a break for our sponsor. Um, Everyone will be right back. We're going to talk about our event, Operation Dinner Out, that's coming up um, next month. We're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about some other um, stuff on the website. So stay with us. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. Here
2: we go. Here we go. This is the Chief from AskTheChief.com, and you're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio. If you have a Navy-related question, visit our website at AskTheChief.com where we've been keeping sailors informed for over five years now.
0: Up the
3: day is the
1: day is Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, and thank you to AskTheChief.com. I hear the AskTheChief.com website is just flooded with questions from all these selectees.
0: Oh, I can only imagine
1: Yes, I think it's so funny that because, uh, you know, they have all these, they give them all a hard time and they all have to answer all these questions.
0: Mm-hmm. What do they do?
1: They go on and Ask the Chief. Doug that's all right. The yeah. <laughs> they ask a
0: chief. Very good. I, you know what? At least those guys are smart. They deserve to be chiefs then.
1: Oh, gosh. I think that's funny. Um, okay, so before we get into the um, Operation Dinner Out thing, I did have one, um, can I call it a complaint? The, the, yes, um, you have a complaint
0: and then I have to add something for Eric.
1: Okay, my complaint is this. Okay.
0: It's not about dear, me, is
1: it? No. The okay. dear husband <laughs> is on this, you know, Army training. He's, you know, in an Army base, in an Army barracks, with an Army drill sergeant sergeant person, and he's uh, in his BDACUs, whatever, DCUs, whatever you call them, you know, body armor, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Okay, then so when they're out doing their training, here's my complaint. Okay, they have to eat an MRE okay. for lunch.
0: I used to eat those for fun for my grandpa.
1: Okay. Well, I don't guess it's so much fun when you have to eat it. If you can eat if it's like an option, it's probably kind of cool. But when that's all you've got, maybe it's not They're not really good. good. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think they're very good.
0: Oh, we used to eat them for fun. My grandpa would go get them because you can go buy them, you know. Well, here's
1: a, the thing. Okay, what? the Army ones are probably excellent. So the Navy, <laughs> in their wisdom, and I'm sure I'm going to get an email from some big... Navy honcho, like I did when I wrote the article for the Navy Times. But that's okay. I, I, mean, I, I, incur, I want the debate. So, and yes, Navy, I like the debate. Okay, it costs – when you get an MRE, it comes with a heating element that somehow you pop it or do uh-huh. whatever to it, and it makes the food, like if you're eating beef stew or whatever the main dish well, is. Well, I mean, hot. it's like
0: those pocket warmers that you, you know, use when you live up north. You you break them and you've never used those. Okay, Wendy comes from the desert, but everybody else <laughs> has lived in <laughs> north. Okay, so this heating
1: about. element, Marie, Yes,
0: it's the, the navy. Element.
1: The navy buys boxes and I almost said the 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 bad word that Craig used, that blank load of MREs <laughs> that do not have the heating element pouch. Okay, which. So what happens is it's like, you know, opening up a can of like wolf chili or whatever, or beef stew, chunky beef stew, and just eating it cold or warm uh-huh. or whatever, and it tastes horrible. So this heating element, according to the Army drill sergeant person, it costs about seventy five cents per MRE. And the Navy decided to save money mm-hmm. and not purchase the M R. E with the eating element. So all of our navy sailors going through this IA training in South Carolina, have to eat a cold MRE. And I just mm-hmm. think that's crappy. The, um, the Army guys, like, I wouldn't even feed this to my, you know, my my soldiers at all. This is just terrible. Even they said this big old discussion about how it's horrible that the Navy is not sending a heating pack. So I have a mission. I went to tell Michelle. Michelle's mission when she was first at um, 29 Paul was to get daycare at the base gym. And she was successful at it. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. So I am going to cause some noise and ruckus about why can't my husband have a heating element in his MRE. I
0: okay. can definitely understand it being a, a very legitimate argument if other people have the heating element and they don't. Now, if no one had the heating element, you know, get over it, We, you know, you've been spoiled kind of thing. There's a lot of men out there that have to go with days without eating, you know, blah, 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 and would have that whole spiel, but if there's other guys out there that are getting the heating element and he's not... Because just because the Navy is, you know, scrimping, then, yeah, I say, you know, raise hell.
1: Spend the 75 cents.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Okay, so on to the next. Okay, so, what
0: okay, Eric, so have- Eric wants to know what the heck we're talking about with our book thing. So if we would like to talk about that just briefly, just run down of what we were, you know, trying to
1: get.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. no.
1: Okay, Okay. the brief brief (laughs) thing is that when you go into the exchange and you want to, when you go to the book section and you can buy the blog of war, you can buy, you know, um, uh, the next guy I want to have on here is uh, One Bullet Away. You can buy Lone Survivor. These are all hot books that are all military related.
0: Deployment Underway Reading.
1: Despite, the, just, you know, they're either written by, um, you know, former military or current military authors.
0: And some of them are political and whatnot. And,
1: yes. And, yeah. and not only that, there's like an official reading list.
0: Like if you, you're
1: yes. in the Navy or if you're in the Army or you're in the whatever, the guys have an official list that these are recommended readings for, you know, career whatever path.
0: But I live right here in, near Jacksonville, and... Where's Sarah Smiley's book?
1: Exactly. So there is no military spouse reading list or military spouse, any books written by military spouses, nothing. So Sarah has a book, Michelle has a book, Holly and Kathy have a book, Um, Kristen Henderson has a book. There's, you know, there's a good, I don't know, 20, 30 maybe more books that need to be on the shelf when we go to the exchange so we can buy it.
0: I know we only have five minutes, but we have a special caller online
1: too, please. Oh, Okay, only your first name, please. <laughs> Welcome to Navy Wife Radio. Do you have a question for Marie?
0: This
2: is Eric from the <laughs> subgroup.com. <sub-reporting>. Uh,
1: <laughs> Welcome, Eric. How are
0: you?
2: I'm doing great. Now I'm on a more, uh, a better shift for my uh, ability to listen to the show now.
0: You now no, make sure you tell everyone that you changed your shift just so you could listen to our show.
2: Well, they change my shift I didn't have
1: much choice oh,
0: come on follow, follow me forward. okay <laughs> go with go with the oh, I want to mention
1: again for people who are listening this is Eric from the com. that's the com. they sponsor our show they have yes. everything news-related for submarines that you could ever want. They have videos. And more. And more. They have reading lists over there. There's books. Yes, there, there are. There, there are books okay. on his
0: site. And, I, and if you and if, er, if Eric would have gotten it correctly, he was about to tell us how he changed his shift just to listen to our show.
2: See, that's what I said. I went into the boss to ask him if I could keep my shift so I could listen to y'all's show. They didn't want to hear about it. He said Navy Waifu. <sighs>
1: uh, think- Eric.
2: <laughs> See, I need to give you I need to give you all my boss email. You gotta talk him into it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: no problem, I'll call him. Can I have his phone number? You have his home phone number? <laughs> the boat calls my house, I'm sure I can call him.
2: Yes, yeah, so I got several books at the bottom. That's why I was wondering one the reading list and I but you're talking about just the reading list they got in exchange? Got well, like the cool
0: problem list. is is that there's reading list there for the guys. But the, all yeah, those the ones
2: they put on on Navy.mil and Army.mil, they got recommended by the commandant and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: yeah but we, we want just, one for the wives. Like, we want to be able to go to the exchange right now and buy Michelle's Keen, Michelle Keener's book, Shared Courage, and then part of that money would go toward, back into, you know, the system versus me having to go to Amazon.com. And the oh, book so you're and saying they the- don't have that up front? No, that's absolutely they, they don't.
2: Well, then you call Navy Exchange.
1: That's right. Could you make so some phone calls everyone, for us? So everyone, everyone listening, you need to call your Navy. See, it's like a grassroots movement. We all need to think, contact the manager of I think
0: our the local main ones exchange.
1: in Norfolk. Well, our friends Holly and Kathy are really hot on that trail. But we also, as everyone that has an exchange near them, needs to do that too and be proactive. I just don't
0: understand why it's not there because, especially, I mean, look at all these bases, you know, where they're, you know, the active sea bases, you know, where all your husbands are being deployed. Most of the people left behind are the wives, and they just think we don't read.
2: Well,
0: the guys ain't got time to read. Well, yeah, well, I know my husband, I think he took a magazine this time. You know, this last time he went out. Okay,
1: I hate to interrupt, guys, but we have like two minutes left,
0: and we need to talk and about our operation yes, dinner we out. Do.
1: before our live feed cuts off, because people will hear this in the archives. But I want, and Eric, you can stay on the line if you like, oh, and then we'll talk more after if you can stay for a minute.
0: Well, we have to invite
1: Eric. Yes. Okay. So the big news is operationdinnerout.com, Jacksonville, Florida, October sixth. Um, we can officially announce our location is the Hyatt downtown Hyatt, overlooking the river. And um, so you can go to the website, operationdinnerout.com, and you can register there. And your evening includes uh, uh, dinner, dessert. We're going to have some interactive sessions. We're going to talk about... um,
0: Maybe some live music, some dancing.
1: Yeah, hopefully we'll get that as well. Hopefully. uh, We... um, and we're going to have Babette Maxwell, who will be our special guest. She is the founder and editor of Military Spots Magazine. And Sarah Smiley will give the keynote. So it's official. You can log on and register. We have a couple weeks left, and it's operationdinnerout.com before, it's, um, before, uh, before we sell out. So we only have so many spots. You know what I don't like about this keyboard? It doesn't give us a minute countdown. Yes, it percent. does. Where's the, where's the second countdown?
0: Oh, the seconds? It doesn't. So we're about to lose our live feed, so thank you, everybody, for listening live tonight. And you can continue listening to us in the archives.
1: Okay, so we're just going to pretend we're in the archives now. We don't know if we are or we're not. So, Eric, are
0: you going to come to our thing?
1: October 6th, I've been looking at that. There's come on. Problem. I think we have a marching band competition that Saturday.
0: Oh, marching band, a whole room of Navy wives, come on.
1: Oh, it does give the see. Blog Talk Radio updated our control panel, and so it, now it, it is counting down for us. Oh, I love it.
0: <laughs> you know, Marie? Okay. We, oh, I see it now. Yes. I've so, Eric, got... is that a yes or a no? Is, are right, we I going run. to get second to the band?
2: Unfortunately, I oh. lead in breeze marching band this time of year. I, I run the marching band. Well, not quite. If the band director would let me, I probably would. Again, Wendy, he
0: doesn't even run the marching band, and he's still choosing the marching band over us. I'm hurt. (laughs) Could you make us a video that we could play, you know, for you?
2: Well, you're asking me. See, that's my problem. I keep overextending my time, and I never can get anything done. Make
1: a video to play
2: on the thing, October 6th. What's in what, two weeks?
1: It's in two and a half weeks, yeah. What about that
2: other savvy video I made? That was a good one.
1: Oh, we want to funny. see your face. You need to do, like, a whole,
0: like, movie video, and we'll play it. Oh,
2: a whole movie. You know, you
0: out. with a paper submarine cutout.
2: <laughs> yeah. Little sailor hat
0: on. And Say hello.
2: My daughter says she can do it.
0: I
1: bet. <laughs> well, Eric, do you have a um, a good image you can send me for our, our program? You're going to have to send us a, a program, a, a logo for the program. Yeah, I can send you something that we're going to have that. Yeah, because we're going to have we're going to try and have two interactive sessions because um, uh, we've had some feedback on that. So we're going to do um, so. We'll you'll have your logo on both of those that we print oh, out for cool. our program. So we're going to do, do
2: another um, one of these, or is this like a one time thing? Or are, you planning are we going
1: to do one? another one? Let us get through this one. That's <laughs> a really
0: good question, Wendy.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So let me give I mean, you some more you details because we're. Time. Let me give you some more details on this event, so I can tell everyone what we have going on that's new. Um, okay, so um, on the night of the event, the meeting room that we have, um, it is over it has a terrace. That, yes,
0: I went and personally yeah, looked at it. It to is tour the beautiful.
1: Room, she's there, you know. So it over it's going to overlook the river. And in Jacksonville, all the bridges are lit up with that neon light. Well, lighting.
0: we are directly, when you look out of the terrace, when you're out of the terrace looking at the river, the bridge that's lit up all in blue, what's the name of the bridge that's blue that goes to the heart? Somebody needs to know. Is it home. the heart bridge? I don't know. It is the one. It but is. anyway, it is directly to our right, and it, w- it is gorgeous lit up in blue, and we are the only ones allowed out into the terrace. There's a separate room.
1: Well, that, the picture of it, the picture of the bridge is on the website.
0: Yes, and that's the bridge that we will be right directly next to, looking so, at it lit up at night.
1: So we're gonna have so we'll, we'll have this beautiful space. We're gonna have um, some giveaways. We're gonna have door prizes. Ooh, Wendy. We're gonna have some. What, what?
0: Can I wear my fuchsia dress?
1: <laughs> You're probably gonna end up wanting to burn it on the balcony.
0: Could I? Can we throw it overboard? <laughs> no. Is that littering? Will they arrest me? That's littering. Me? I don't oh, think crap. that Johnny's
1: gonna let us do that. But, um, okay, so let me get through this I'm running out of time. I know I'm not wearing a dress. <laughs> um, okay, so, um, so we're no going to do, we're gonna do two interactive sessions. We're going to do something on deployments, um, whether it's an IA deployment and underway or your husband's in the Army because, who knows, we might get some ladies from Fort Stewart that come down, or Air Force, you know, from Patrick Air Force Base. So we're going to do um, deployments, and then we're going to do um, – uh, Care package ideas and themes for like a halfway night box that we do for submarine wives. So I know it's different for everybody, but um, um, we're going to talk about that. So that'll be our two interactive things, and then um, so two of the big sponsors that we have, which I haven't even told Marie, um, militarybyowner.com and USAA. So those are the two main sponsors. Well, those are the two newest sponsors that we have, and other the other sponsors... Well, I knew
0: business. about USA, but what's the Military by Owner?
1: Military dot, military by owner um, dot com is kind of like for sell by owner.
0: Oh, I have heard of that. I've gotten an email.
1: And um, so we actually listed our house on Military by Owner when we were selling it. So it's a great website to... You actually can search by uh, military installation for houses that are available. That's awesome. There. It's awesome. So... Yeah, so our, our title sponsors, USAA and then Military by Owner, the Jaguars, Billy Blanks, so and there's some more. There's our um we have a page up on the website that you can go and visit all of our sponsors. So that'll those updates will be coming up on the website there. And then we'll have dinner, we'll have dessert, we'll have um Babette Maxwell will hopefully give us a few words while she's there. And then our keynote is Sarah Smiley author and syndicated columnist, and you can check her out at sarahsmiley.com, and you can read her um, columns over at military.com, among other places. That's just one of the places that you can read her stuff. So it's shaping up to be a fantastic event. I've talked to a lot of ladies over at um, uh, Naval Station Mayport and some of the command people there. So the word's getting out, and we're just excited to Come to Jacksonville. I'm excited. You're you're already there, but I'm already, I'm excited. About yeah, I you.
0: don't know what you're excited about. I'm I'm here.
1: So well, I I just think it's kind of cool. I'm going to meet all these surface navy wives.
0: Surface navy wives, and I've got some marine wives coming. They don't know it yet, but they are so coming.
1: <laughs> well, they like, they're listening. They
0: know exactly who they are, and they are coming.
1: Yeah. So so big huge thank you to USAA for believing in our event and um, supporting military spouses by. Under, by um, helping us out. Anybody with this. put
2: the word out to a uh, No. Two down here, Kate Canaveral?
1: Um, do you know anybody down there?
2: I do have some contacts.
1: I'll send you an email. Maybe you can just forward it for me.
2: I'll forward it to their. And we have a press release
1: too, so.
2: So maybe, maybe because it's only a couple hours, maybe some people want to drive. Up.
1: We're going to put a download thing up on the website. Well, there's already a flyer up on the website, so if people want to go to it and download it and email it to their like their FRGs or. Family support groups. There's a, a flyer on the website operationdinnerout.com, Com that you can actually download. It's a PDF file. It's an invitation. It has all the details, and uh, it has a pretty picture of Sarah and Babette on there. So yeah, that's kind of the the update there. Where it'll be crazy the next two weeks. Um, and uh, so yeah.
2: So when I when will I be hearing you two on the AM band?
1: I
0: don't know. <laughs> uh, hey, baby steps.
2: I'm trying to find a good slot in between Hannity or what's the other show? Mike Gallagher. I'm to I love
1: Hannity and we Combs. <laughs>
2: we're.
1: I think we're, we have too much fun. We're not. We're. We're not serious enough. People be like, you guys need to rein it in a little bit.
0: Oh, one they'd, of us is serious enough. They would.
1: Ha- they'd have to like. They'd have to like. They'd make us be a lot more like we'd have to actually break when we're supposed to, that actually want to, you know, make sure that we don't go over because we're always going over on our time. Yeah,
2: um, that, would, that would be a pain.
1: Yeah. And BlockTalk Radio, I mean, they're, they've are they upgraded their system that we use as our provider, and they're going to have, um, like we'll be able to do a chat room soon. I'm excited about that.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at their upgrades. they got a lot of stuff on And they said so the control panel is more friendly, huh?
1: It's, it's actually very, very... Uh, Awesome! I can't like everything's on one screen. It's so easy, and the best thing about it is when people when you go to listen to her show, you can rate it now. You can rate it like five, four, three, two, Shh, one. Don't tell anybody that. Oh no! I want to tell people. I want them to be able to rate it. It's kind of like YouTube. Oh gosh. Yeah. Except for Marie. Oh gosh! I had someone want to be our friend. And, um,
0: you were on MySpace again, weren't you?
1: No, not on MySpace. It was on Blog Talk Radio. They wanted to be our friend, and I will have to send you the link to the page because it was a little racy, and I was like a little afraid. I'm like, oh gosh. Well,
0: I'm sure if they want to be a friend, they're these listening right find now. Us.
1: <laughs> so yeah, no.
0: For those that are listening, if you are the racy woman that has the racy page, Wendy doesn't do racy. No, In fact, don't. she's scared of racy, MySpace. and when she's
2: com, the sub report.
0: That's right. Send all the racy stuff to the subreport.com. com. Eric would be happy to help you. But Wendy's scared of racy. In fact, it makes her I'm cheeks not turn red. I'm scared.
1: I'm offended. <laughs> There's a difference. Okay. okay,
0: I take it back. Wendy's easily offended.
1: No, I'm not easily offended. I just you know. Well, how racy upon. could it be? I'm going to show it to you later. Okay. Yeah. Why'd you look at it? I didn't have a choice. They sent it to Gosh, me. Gosh, Wendy. That's the bad part about stuff like that. It just comes. What are you supposed to do? It's not like, you know, they find you. <laughs> it's kind of like MySpace. They find you, like, ah, how that happen? Delete. Delete. So, oh, gosh.
2: You um, can read the attention in the text before you open up a picture.
1: <laughs> it wasn't a picture. It was a web page. It was a blog. Really it wasn't anything. Oh, I love it. it. Tells me you liked what it said in the text, you wanted to look a little further. No, it had a nice. Wait till oh, see. Now I have everybody. Now you're getting
0: there fired up. Way to go! Now I have Rick.
1: everybody's uh, attention, like peaked. So it's not that hard to figure out. Yeah, you have to just walk, log over to our site, and we'll they'll be. Yeah, you'll see who visits our page. So it'll be easy to track. But, um, all right, Eric, well, thanks for calling in. Thanks for, you know, joining us. And well, it's nice to have you on the show. You'll have to come back.
2: Yeah, I'll have to come back on. Huh? Well, if I can, I'll try to bother you guys a little bit each week.
1: I appreciate
0: it.
2: If i got something good to say.
0: Really, I do. And you were very quick on the um, the Navy info stuff for the sub.
2: Yeah, I missed the other one. What was that, the Minneapolis-St. Paul? The
0: Minneapolis-St. Paul was the most recent one.
2: Yeah, that was one in December. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've had we've had our share. More yeah, well,
0: do you know, it's just not as talked about right now as when somebody, you know, is killed in Iraq or Afghanistan or, you know, it's just not as talked about. I mean, so many people in my family didn't even know about the whole Minneapolis-St. Paul.
2: I, I don't even want to know what it's like being at home in the loss of, well, see, I'm not married to a husband, so <laughs> to go to go through that you know when she was talking about that part in her book
0: yeah I can't imagine I know I've always had that fear and people always say that they you know have to have the glass storm door and they'll see the person standing out there and I've heard those stories and just right. the, where they freeze and I'm one of those people I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd answer the door
2: no I, could, I couldn't do it we had, we had this kid that we helped out we put him in the army and he did two tours and he got hit on a second tour so they're going to be letting him out soon but you know we just worried sick about him the whole time he was over there
0: oh uh, goodness well I hope he's doing it, okay
2: Hey, he got some third-degree burns and some, you know, areas that are he can put clothing over. So he's going to be doing all right. He Blew out his knees because he had to ju- jump out of the truck he was in. He was doing about forty miles an hour when I got hit. And he jumped out.
0: My goodness! Oh
2: my gosh! So it messed up his knees. But yeah, he was doing real good. But that second tour that got him.
0: But he's doing okay now.
2: Yeah, he'd be uh, he's just f- finishing up some physical therapy. and He'll be getting discharged, soon, from my understanding. Oh, well, great but he's doing all right.
1: Well, good, good.
2: Okay. That That's it for me. I guess I'll get off of here. In the, we'll okay, Eric, later. yeah,
1: thanks. Everyone, you can visit Eric over at thesubreport.com. That's thesubreport.com. And he has all kinds of news stories about submarines, anything you could ever want to know, videos, a book list, all kinds of cool stuff, pictures. So thanks, Eric. I, I appreciate thanks, it. Thanks,
0: Eric. Bye, Bye, Bye. me later.
1: <laughs> Bye. Okay. Well, thanks to Eric for coming on our show. That was actually kind of cool.
0: He was going on. He he kept going with the um, messages on Yahoo. It was hard for me to pay attention.
1: Yeah, he was messaging me too. Yeah, he was funny.
0: Uh huh. He's very funny. Yeah. Half the things for everyone that you know listens to us, we can't even repeat.
1: Um, let's see. Um, okay, so I know we need to go. So I want to say thank you to Michelle kina for coming on the show you can find her over at shared and her book is on amazon.com so you can get it over there and um i want to remind everyone that um the website for the event is operationdinnerout.com and you can go over there and check out check it out learn more register tell your friends download the flyer pass it along and um we need to start saying goodbye marie
0: Yes, we do. I'm. Uh, I haven't even gotten out of my soccer clothes yet. Um,
1: it's been great. I know it's, we had soccer last night, so I feel your pain.
0: Yeah, I just I just need to take off my ball cap and go take a nice hot bath and climb into bed. And yeah. I got to get to bed because tomorrow we're grouting. Oh,
1: that's right. You're finishing your tile. The so first
0: thing in the morning, I got to get up. are
1: home improving. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't wait
0: for all this to be done. And after that, new carpet. And after that, there's just a list. So no matter what, we'll be talking about something.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, um, all right, so we'll look for wedding pictures on the website from you, right? I'm working on it. Okay. Well, at the end of our show, Thomas Anderson's song, Is This Love, will take us out. Um, And that song, Is This Love, is now available on iTunes, so you can download it today and um, our disclaimer is we're not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or the Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here are our own and do not reflect official Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly the authors, and should you require professional counseling, please seek a qualified professional or a therapist. So, all right, well, we'll see everyone next week. I think next week's show, um, we have Catherine Troutman here, which will be kind of cool. She's going to be talking about... um, how to write a resume to get a federal job. Ooh,
0: I'm going to need that.
1: So um, eventually, someday. And uh, and we will actually we I would like to spend um, some time if we can get um, Sarah to call in and give us a promo for the event. We'll talk about that some more because that'll be really the last push before um, our big event.
0: That would be great. Yeah. So. Well, thanks everybody for listening.
1: Okay. yeah. Thanks everyone. We'll see and you. Have next. a great night. Thank you. And you've been listening to Navy Wife Radio, visit us online at Navywiferadio.com for archive shows, show times, and upcoming guest information.
2: Baby, lately when I'm all alone It's just about the only thing I do